Welcome to the What Matters Most podcast, presented by First United Bank and Trust. That's my bank. Visit us today at mybank.com. Hello and welcome to What Matters Most, a podcast all about finances, community, savings, and security for you, your family, and your business. This podcast is brought to you by the hopeful folks at my bank, First United Bank and Trust. I'm your host, Eric Nutter, and in today's episode, What Matters Most is e-commerce And is it too late for your business to have e-commerce abilities? And for this helpful discussion, I am so thankful to be joined once again by Katie McMillan, Director of Sales at MPI, the Merchant Processing Partner for First United. Uh, Welcome to the show again, Katie. How are you? Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, I appreciate it. So, Katie... Is it too late for e-commerce? So the goods, if if a business owner is listening and maybe they don't, maybe they don't have a website. Maybe they do have a website, but they haven't added the ability to buy from them online. Are they are they are they lost a lost cause? Is it too late? You know that's a great question. Um, no, it's not too late. And um, you know, I think that some people feel like now that some restrictions are are listing that, you know, oh, maybe I missed the boat. I should have done this and captured more business in the past or this isn't really relevant anymore. And um, I don't think that that's the case. Um, There's a lot of benefits to to going the e-commerce route, right? And and you have to think about what even is e-commerce. And and e-commerce is Basically, the ability to provide products or services through an environment on the internet, and that's typically housed on a website. And one of the big, biggest examples of e-commerce, right, is is Amazon. And I don't know if that puts us in trouble by saying the A word. But, <laughs> no. um, <laughs> uh, everybody you know, uses it. I'll probably get a package on the porch while we're recording. I, I, you know. <laughs> Um, you know, Amazon, I think, has been everybody's go-to in their mind for an e-commerce solution. And I think sometimes small businesses just feel like that's just going to be too much work and too much expense, and I don't even really need that. And um, it's not too late because the trend in uh, the payments industry has really been to give an e-commerce solution or feel to small to medium-sized businesses, and you don't have to be a Papa John's. You don't have to be, you know, a huge corporation or franchise location to participate in that anymore. Um, And really, it expands the ability of business that you can get. I think that COVID has, like I've said before, shoved everybody into the future. And now we have some establishments, you know, no matter what industry they're in, that now recognize that giving um, cardholders the ability to purchase services or goods without having to interact with a person face-to-face is not only safe, but it's also something that's affordable to them. Right. Well, I think, I think part of the challenge for a lot of business owners, um, at least in my experience when speaking with them, is that they're they're really good at what they do, right? Whatever it is they sell, whatever they make, whatever they service they provide, they're really good at that. But a lot of times these pieces of the puzzle, the the piece to offer 
us, you know, what you do online and, and sell online can be, it seems like a, a, a daunting task to even go down that path. And there are so many voices telling you the easy way is this, the easy way is that. And they, there are infinite number of options to offer your thing online that it can be overwhelming. And so having the, having a, a, a Sherpa, having somebody guide you through that is kind of helpful in the, in that situation. Would you agree with that? Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, technology is a, is a beautiful thing, but it's also very intimidating and it's also overwhelming, like you said. Um, and I hear some businesses that, that I speak to that just say, I don't even know where to begin because I start to figure out if I want a website and then I, I don't know what colors I want to use. And I'm not a marketing person. I just like to sell ceramic unicorns and that's what I know. <laughs> <laughs> You've been reading my blog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot industry for ceramic unicorns. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think that, I think that, People feel technology is not approachable, and it and it can be. But sometimes you need a chaperone. Sometimes you need an expert to help you navigate that and give you information so that you can make good decisions to put that investment in your business. Um, you know, cardholders, which are the customers at the end of the day, cardholders are becoming more savvy, right? They're using things like soft wallets. They're using things like contactless payments. Um, and, you know, anybody of any age is, is busy right now. Even after having been locked up for 12 months, we're busy. And sometimes you don't get a chance to make that utility payment or to buy that birthday present until dinner's done and the kids are in bed and you're trying to watch one episode on Netflix and you're like, oh, I have to do this thing. So you pop out your phone because that's when you have time to do it. Not everybody has time to go between the hours of nine to five and participate in a card present transaction. <laughs> so allowing your card holders, allowing your customers to have freedom and flexibility to purchase your products or services at a time that's convenient for them is so important. And that's only going to make your business stronger. Um, I read an, inter an interesting statistic through Indeed that... 96% of Americans with internet access will make online purchases. And that's a, that's a that's big a number. <laughs> you know, that's not just, you know, a 12% number. That's 96% of Americans with internet access have at least made one online purchase. Um, you know, and it took, you know, I'll use myself an example, as an example it took a pandemic for me to realize the luxury and convenience of getting to go grocery shopping while I'm having my coffee in the morning and somebody just brings it to me. Right. And I do it all online. I don't have to go out and I don't have to go shop. And it's not that I don't enjoy doing that, but I'm just really busy. And it just gives me this convenience that I keep giving that service my repeat business because they've made it convenient for me and safe and secure for me to do this basic function of life that I now have time to maybe get an extra 
20 minutes of sleep at some point. Right. 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 Yeah. I, I, I feel, I feel like the, uh, that, that convenience level for, especially for grocery shopping is amazing. And like, to your point, you can, you can do it all online and then it just shows up at your door or you go and you pull in and they just kind of put it in your trunk, of your car and yeah. off you go. And it's, it's amazing. I, I wonder though, how many, um, how many snacks I'm going to miss because I wasn't, I mean, you, you, you know, the, the idea of when you're shopping, when you're hungry, you buy things that you wouldn't, you wouldn't have normally bought. I'm going to miss out on so many of those, uh, if this keeps up, but, uh, it has provided tons of convenience. <laughs> Talk about needing a chaperone, you know, <laughs> for shopping when you're hungry is the worst. Right. <laughs> so, um, so with a from a, from a, a website standpoint, from an e-commerce online standpoint, um, you know, if you have these businesses that are uh, setting this setting up this solution for their clients, do you have any best practices for them or or, or tips that that you can offer for them to to navigate those waters most efficiently? Absolutely. So to the e-commerce piece, you have two really important factors here, right? And this is something that these two factors apply to your business size, whether you're a one or two man operation to uh, over 5,000 people. There's two critical elements that you need to give an e-commerce experience. One is you need a website presence. And the other side of it is the payments piece. And I suggest you getting your Sherpa or your guru or your chaperone in both of those factors in place, right? We don't file our taxes direct to the federal government every year because we're not experts in that. Um, we don't, you know, do our, our own litigation if we get called into court because we're not experts in that. And it's okay to admit that you're not in a, an expert and website building and in the e-commerce side of this, which is the payments piece. Um, so go out and find a good solution and vet your solution. I think one of the biggest missteps that some of these smaller businesses um, take is that they just assume that monetarily having website development is something that they can't afford. And I think that sometimes folks make that quick decision that they can't afford it without truly vetting it, right? So one of the best things that you can do to address the website piece is go to your local community, right? Don't go to Google. Don't go to GoDaddy. Don't go to Square. Don't go to these big providers where you're just a number, right? Because you're going to get sold on the fact that this is a small investment, but you're going to need to have some inherent knowledge on how to navigate that. And sometimes you get what you pay for. If you go to your local community and you find a website developer that works with other community members, you've got accountability because this person's also in the community with you. They might be able to financially work with you on something um, that's affordable. And maybe you take baby steps. Maybe you start out with a very simple site. You know, you don't have to have 37 different tabs and pages that open up when you go there. Maybe you just have an about us page that starts this off with a shopping cart that the website developer can help you build out. These folks are going to give you 
the time that it takes for you to make some decisions, right? Kind of the principle of having an interior decorator come in and do a room in your house, right? right. That person is there to find out what you like and what you want, but you don't know what color that's called. You don't know what that style is called. That person's going to do a needs assessment with you. Your website developer should be asking you what you like, what you want to do, and then they're going to help you build something that you're proud of, you're proud to put out there. Um, I think that the days of just having website or online, excuse me, online representation through Facebook, I think that that's starting to decline. And I think for good reason. I think that it's time to have an online presence. I know me as a consumer, unless it's some cute little boutique that's out in the middle of nowhere, that's in like a 300 year old farmhouse. If you don't have internet presence, I'm not likely to come to you because it's making it very hard for me to decide if I even want to go there. Right. Right. So that's, that's the first side of it. And the second side of it is the payments piece because you want to be careful. You want to protect your pocket in all of this and finding a payments provider that's going to work with that website developer to give you the payment experience that you want financially cost wise, but also for your cardholders um, is so important. And choosing a payments provider that's going to give you access to reporting to make good business decisions uh, based on your consumer spending habits is, is even more critical. So I think that getting started and finding experts in those two areas are probably the best advice I can give to folks that either made a web presence 10, 15 years ago and haven't updated it lately, or maybe don't have web presence at all. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you touched on a few points that I think are are really powerful. And, um, and in my experience, they're very uh, important and key for people to get the best result. Um, one is you mentioned talking to people, asking around. I mean, you can, you can even use some of those channels you mentioned like Facebook or, or whatever social media to just simply ask people in your, you know, in your circle, who have you used locally to, to work with on this kind of, of challenge, whatever that challenge is, but including websites and e-commerce, um, to, to kind of get that input from people in your circle to know who has worked with someone, you know, in the area, um, to, to kind of get that advice. Um, the, the other thing is, uh, I, I liked that you talked, you talked about kind of owning your space online instead of relying on something like Facebook as your primary place online. Um, because the problem with a lot of those, uh, tools like that is if you are exclusively in that environment, you don't, control it. So if it changes or it doesn't represent you in the best way, you have no, you have no way of going around that. So by having your own space online, it gives you the the power, uh, essentially so that you can, can make those decisions. Um, and then the one last thing I wanted to mention is uh, another thing that I, I, I feel I've seen a lot of, I'm curious of your, your opinion is people wanting to do a thing themselves. Uh, there's a lot of tools out there that say, you know, to your point, low cost, it seems like a, a, a low cost investment. So I can just do this myself. 
Uh, just point and click. It'll be easy. And then you can set up your own store online. That can often lead to a lot of frustrations because you're learning as you go. You're trying to become an expert in setting up a website and e-commerce all on your own. Uh, whereas having a guide um, can kind of can kind of alleviate a lot of that frustration. Uh, absolutely. You know, um, <clears throat> a good example of this is that, you know, I might want a, a new birdhouse for, for my deck. Mm-hmm. And could I make a birdhouse? I could make something that closely resembles a birdhouse. <laughs> but is it going to be something that I want people to see? Maybe not. And is it going to take me 30 hours to build this birdhouse when I could have just paid an expert that builds birdhouses and a little bit more than what I put into the cost of the materials and have gotten something that I was proud of? Right. You know, I, I think that because we can do something doesn't always mean that we should do it. And hindsight is twenty twenty. You might learn a lot in the process, but, you know... Um, how much effort are you going to put into it to ultimately get something that you might never be happy with? And so admitting when it's time to have someone help you put your business, you know, the, the best foot forward for your business, I think is important. And I think it shows a leadership for small businesses to accept that. And what better thing to invest in than the business that you're running? That very well said, and I, I I think that kind of uh, encapsulates the the point of this this conversation. So I I think that that wraps us up right there, Katie. I think you said that perfectly. So thank you for doing that. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining me. If any of our listeners uh, have a question, or maybe they want to learn more, if they want to get support in the way of their um, their online presence, their e commerce. Uh, the, the experts at First United can help and you can reach out to them by going to mybank.com, uh, find a local advisor that, uh, that can help you with your business needs and they can point you in the right direction. Uh, that, that's another great way to get that advice locally to say who, who can help me with this, um, and where can I get the, the support I need, uh, in the way of, of e-commerce and merchant tools. And we can help you by connecting you with the folks at MPI and, and, uh, set up your, uh, set up your, uh, connection there so that you can begin accepting payments. So Katie, again, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate your time today and uh, I hope to have you back again soon. As always, it's a pleasure. Thanks again. Well, that brings us to the end of our show. You can always find more episodes by visiting mybank.com slash podcast or find us on your favorite podcast app. You can also leave feedback, ask questions, or request a topic for us to discuss by sending an email to podcast at mybank.com. We're thankful for you to be listening. We'll be back next week with more helpful content. But until then, we wish you the best in focusing on what matters most to you. My family is my everything. It's why I'm so focused on saving time and saving for the future. But I don't do it alone. First United Bank & Trust makes it easy to bank anytime I want, especially on the go. Saving is easy, too. I have a plan for my daughter's college and my retirement. They care about my life. They'll be with me for life. First United, my bank for life. Member FDIC.
This recording is for informational purposes only. Any references in this recording to any person, organization, product, or service does not constitute or imply the endorsement, recommendation, or affiliation with First United Bank and Trust. First United is not responsible for your use of the information mentioned within this podcast. Please consult legal or tax professionals for counsel as needed.